Welcome to Alex Anderson's Quilt Connection, dedicated to educate, inspire, and grow today's quilting community. Hi everyone, I'm Alex, and welcome to this episode of The Quilt Connection. I can't believe it, but two months have passed since my first uh, podcast relating to McCall's Quilt Magazine aired. Now it's time for the second one, and the article that I chose to write about was Creating a Mood for Making Quilts. And while that might seem kind of like an odd subject matter, Really, it's not, because I find that um, when I get ready to start a new project or when I get ready to sew, I almost do a little ritual that gets me all set and ready to sew. Now, this particular magazine article is in the October issue of, again, McCall's Quilt Magazine, which is hitting the newsstands, well, just about now. So you might want to ask your local quilt shop or bookstore for this particular magazine. Now, remember, in addition to the article, there is a Bernina website that even gives more ideas from me on getting in the mood to quilt. One of the things uh, that I do do when I get ready to quilt is I turn on music. I love music. It The kind of music I listen to might um, surprise you, maybe even scare you, but on the Bernina um, Inspirations website, I've given you my playlist, everything from, you know, chick pics to country to stuff that might scare you that I do listen to. But anyways, on my website, alexandersonquilts.com, if you go to the Quilt Connection page, I'll give you a link to the Bernina Inspiration um, page, and you'll see what I listen to, and hopefully you'll come back and listen to another podcast after that. But in addition to creating a mood, I have to get in the mood. And I have to say, sometimes I have a hard time with that. I don't know about you, but I can get easily distracted. So I go through my little ritual of setting the mood, which, as I said, will be in the McCall's Magazine and... um the quilt magazine and on the Bernina site, but I also have to get in the mood. So here are some tricks that I use over and over and over, and they have not yet failed me. (laughs) First of all, there's a certain time of the day. I think that everybody is more, um, more productive than others. For instance, I'll meet quilters who quilt till two or three in the morning. I mean, for me, you have got to be kidding. Bedtime is 9 o'clock in my life, and I'll get up at 6 in the morning and start the day running. But if your work time is in the middle of the night, hold on to that. Make it your sacred sewing time. I know that through my life, um, times and changes, having kids and the kids being home and then the kids going to school and then the kids being in high school and then college and then now when they're out of the house... My uptime and quilting time has changed. When they were young, I did a lot of hand quilting at the frame because basically I could plop it in the middle of the family room and the kids could run under, around, and and I would be in the center of action. So I would quilt periodically in small amounts throughout the day. In fact, I remember meeting a quilter up in Mendocino. Her name was Sarah, and I'm embarrassed to say I do not remember her last name, this was probably 25 years ago, I was amazed at the amount 
of uh, quilts she could turn out. And I said, how do you do it? How are you so prolific? And she said, look, I always have something ready to go. And if I am stirring a pot of beans on the stove and I've got to wait two minutes before the next stir, I run over to my quilt and I quilt. And I thought that was a really, you know, interesting thing to chew on. My friend Linda Cover um, does something really cool. She's in Modesto. She says she never leaves the quilt frame without the needle threaded ready to stitch. So I thought that was a good way to be ready to go at all times. For myself now, I find that my most productive time is from about 4 o'clock in the afternoon to about 7. It seems as if my business day has come to a close, say, in the afternoon. The East Coast has already, you know, shut down its gates. Bernina has closed in Chicago. And really, everybody is getting their kids from school or preparing dinner, etc. So I find from like 4 to 7... I can really get a lot done. So currently, that is my sacred sewing time, and I try to hold fairly firm to it. I try not to get a haircut scheduled during that time because I know it's blank. Um, I try to make sure that I've gone to the grocery store or that's not a time I'll walk my dog. So I hold on to that time as dearly as possible, and just knowing that that time is there for me often gets me in the mood to quilt. Another thing to do is to surround yourself with other quilters. I find that quilting is a fairly solitary sport, and when I am with other quilters, I get all energized and exercised to start quilting. It's kind of neat to think about my special little mini group right now. It's changed over the years. About two or three times a year, in my wildest wishful thinking, um, I have three friends come over to my house and we sew from about, oh, nine in the morning till five in the afternoon. They want to make it to the quilt shop right before it closes. And um, what's so neat about this particular little mini group, we don't even have a name, is that these three women I met on the internet. And to think about this incredible medium that we enjoy today and to think of the friendships that have formed because of it is just almost too much to comprehend. Um, these three women, I probably would not have known any other way, and I hold them dear in my heart. They are very special to me, and when they come to sew, I get so incredibly inspired by them. Now, speaking of quilt shops, if I need to get inspired to quilt, sometimes I'll go down there. Remember the TV show Cheers where everyone knows your name? Well, that's the way it is in my local quilt shop, uh, In Between Stitches. Not my shop, but the shop I frequent that's like two miles from my house. I go down there, and just being around these wonderful women that work there gets me inspired. Also, um, Leslie, one of the co-owners, does wonderful displays, and she is very clever in the way she mixes the um, different fabric collections that they have in stock. And I will go in and get inspired by how Leslie has dressed the store. Also, you want to join a club or a guild. 
Our particular guild is awesome. It's Amador Valley Quilters. And every month or just about every month, they bring in a national teacher and or maybe somebody we don't know or have heard of to um, do their show for us. Sometimes they have slides. Sometimes they have, you know, PowerPoint. And sometimes they have quilts. And whether or not I am particularly drawn to trying their techniques, I am always inspired and come home all fired up, ready to go. And unfortunately, I don't get to go to Guild very much. But I guess my point is, is if you have a Guild in your area, you must join it. I know sometimes people are afraid to think that they might have to have a specific skill level in order to join, and that's simply not true. There's room for everyone in local guilds. And if you want to get to know everybody, join one of the um, groups or offshoots of the guild and or take one of the offices that need to be filled, and then you'll really get to know people. And I know it is absolutely safe to say that you'll be around wonderful people and possibly Uh, People that you might not have met otherwise, just like my mini group. Also, a couple times a year, I sneak away with two other professional quilting friends. I can't tell you who they are because that would be breaching the rules of the summit. But we go up to um, Groveland, which is in the foothills right outside of Yosemite. And what started as a um, two-and-a-half-day retreat... Um, has now grown to a a five-and-a-half-day retreat. And it's really wonderful because um, we sew the whole time and we strategize professionally. We can talk about things that uh, we know will not leave the room. And we are just absolutely there 100% for each other. And I always leave that just energized with what I'm going to do next. Actually, what happens then is I come home and then reality hits me like when we came home from the Mediterranean cruise and I realized that my desk had piles and piles and piles of paperwork that needed to be attended to. Recently, after the Mediterranean cruise, I got a really groovy, groovy birthday invitation and it was from my girlfriend, Cheryl Uribe. Her husband gave her um, two Celine Dion tickets in Las Vegas, and maybe the best part of it was he said that she could take a girlfriend, (laughs) and I got to go see Celine Dion with Cheryl. And it was real interesting because, first of all, if you have the opportunity to go and see this, it is an absolute must do. Celine was out of this world. And it was interesting to note that on my playlists, that my music playlist, she is on there as um, um, one of my favorite chick picks. And the song I chose was A New Day. And that is the title of this concert tour and the song she kicks off with. But anyways, Cheryl and I were just in awe of Celine. And about Ooh, one quarter into the um, concert, Cheryl leaned over to me and she said, she's a pro. And Celine is a pro. And I thought about that because, what, she's been doing this in Las Vegas for three years, four years, I don't know, night after night after night after night. And the excitement has not left the stage or the energy or any of it. It would be as if it were her first time performing. And I thought that was really interesting because I know sometimes I will 
be working on quilts that maybe I'm done with. I don't know if you have this problem, but sometimes when the quilt is about two-thirds done, it's time to move on, you know, but I make myself finish the quilt. And it made me wonder about Celine. How does she get up night after night after night and make it fresh and new? And it's discipline. Yes, it's discipline. I think part of getting in the mood sometimes when we're not in the mood is simply sitting down and sewing. Now, Cheryl said something else to me that she had heard, and let me just put it this way, in my own words. My husband always says the worst part about exercise is putting on your shoes and walking out the door, whether you're heading to the gym, whether you're walking, you know, your half hour a day, whether you're doing jump ropes in the backyard. The hardest part is putting on your shoes and making the commitment and walking out the door. You know what I mean when I say that. Well, Cheryl said, sometimes if you just say, I'm going to sit down for 10 minutes, that's all it is, 10 minutes, you will find an hour later, you've been drawn into the process, and now you have to quit to do whatever in your daily life, and you don't want to quit. And in fact, my friends, that happened the other day. I was working on something that I had put off, put off, put off time, didn't even have time to think about it. And I said, okay, this morning, I am going to do it before I do anything. And I sat down, and not only did I complete that project, but it reintroduced me to my sewing room, to my fabrics, to the sport that I love from the bottom of my heart after having been gone for three weeks. So, you know, getting in the mood is just such an interesting thought process as well as creating the mood. And for each of us, it's very, very different. So I would like you to sit down, figure out what your optimum time of quilting is, and then do it. Mark it off on your calendar if you have to, even if it's three days a week. I want you to figure out what the... um stumbling blocks are for you. And if it is, say you can't work in a mess, okay, every day or every other day say, I'm going to clean just this one drawer and move on. I think it's easy to identify what it is we need to do to clear the path to quilt. Now, I would like to mention again, please come to my website, alexandersonquilts.com, and I will provide a link to McCall's Quilt Magazine, as well as the special website on the Bernina website that they have created to expand on this subject matter. This has been just so much fun, this project, as I mentioned in the first McCall's podcast, because it has made me think outside my box, made me realize what my stumbling blocks are and actually what energizes and uh, makes me work. And with that said... I think I am going to wish you a wonderful quilty day. Turn off my microphone, turn on my favorite tunes, and go quilt. Until we meet and we get around, happy quilting. For more quilting information and inspiration, please visit us at alexandersonquilts.com.